All right, so this is going to be the second episode of the podcast. Okay, so today we're going to talk about Christian missions trips. And I have two guests with me, Matt and Peter. Uh, you guys want to introduce yourselves and talk about what you guys are doing to occupy your time in this quarantine. Uh, Matt, you want to start? Um, so yeah, my na- I'll go first. Um, my name is Matthew. Let's see, things I've been doing to occupy myself. A lot of video games, you know, <laughs> just downloaded uh, Call of Duty. You play Warzone? I'm about to hop, probably hop on for the first time after this, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably going to get wrecked. Yeah, it looks like a really tough game since I'm trash on Fortnite. I have a dog now, so that's oh, nice. really occupying myself. Yeah. Nice. You know, getting my steps in, getting the cardio in, using her as my weights when I need to, you know, curl or squat. It's been nice having a dog. All right. Uh, my name is Peter. Yeah, right now, during the quarantine, I'm mostly working from home to just pass the time. Uh, I'll practice golf. I've been doing golfing a lot lately. Um, trying to learn. Play video games, oh. like Matt said. Got a Switch recently, so... Oh, wait. Yeah, I just to... got a Switch, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. I uh, started playing uh, Smash more, trying to get better. <laughs> I'm so bad, but um, then playing Animal Crossing, that's been fun. Nice. It's kinda, yeah. How about you, Tim? Me, personally, yeah, I've basically the same as you two playing video games and working from home the same things you guys said uh just trying to take walks here and there and hopefully we'll see when this this quarantine Mm -hmm. will end so like i said in the beginning uh today we're going to be talking about missions uh just so for some basic context the three of us actually met on the same missions trip uh, a couple years back yeah we're just going to be talking through some questions we're going to go i guess uh the term is reverse snake so if i started and we went to matt to peter then for the next question will be Peter, Matt, me, uh, if that's not confusing enough. So uh, let's start with the first question. And it's going to be, why did you decide to go on missions? And the missions I'm referring to is the same one we all been on. How about Matt? Why did you decide to go on missions? Okay, so the reason why I decided to go on that missions trip was uh, that December I went to a conference. Emphasis was on missions trip. And I felt like I was being compelled to you know, take a step of faith and really just do something I've never done. So I said that maybe some like year or two from now, I will go on a missions trip. And all of a sudden, this opportunity came up and I really talked to my leaders and my uh, friends at school about this. Definitely got a lot of encouragement about it. Call this cliche, but I, re- I remember talking to my friend and just uh, afterwards driving home and all of a sudden I felt I heard this voice just like a spiritual moment in my life where I just heard it like a voice just say just just do it just go and then right there I was like all right I'm gonna head out to uh, <laughs> do this mission trip in the summer so yeah nice sounds good for me personally uh it was partially circumstantial uh I think God wasn't opening other doors for me at that time in the summer uh so it it seemed like the best course Um, And kind of like what Matt said, I wanted to take a chance. I thought that I probably wouldn't get to experience something like this again. And I thought it was a good opportunity at that time to challenge myself in outreaching, uh, especially because I always felt awkward talking about Jesus with people. And uh, at, at my time in college, a lot of people didn't like to outreach. And yeah, I guess I just wanted to maybe see if I could change my mind. Maybe eventually it could change their minds. So yeah, those are the biggest reasons why I decided to go. So the next question is, uh, what were the biggest struggles before and during the missions trip? Uh, so I'll start and then Matt and then Peter. So for me, it was definitely support raising. I don't know if, if you guys are going to say the same, but support raising was definitely the biggest thing for me. Uh, seeing as how it was my first missions, I didn't know 
you know, how I was going to get through it. Didn't know what to expect in the process. That's all I'll say about that. But yeah, support raising was definitely the biggest thing. Uh, aside from that, another thing was convincing my dad to let me go. He's very like focused on your studies slash career mm-hmm. kind of person. So I don't think he saw the point. But I think after the trip, he realized that uh, I was different, not just spiritually, but in like a kind of like an emotionally mature way as well. Um, I guess I just developed more of an overall awareness of my emotions and other people's emotions after the trip. And I think he he noticed that and saw like the benefits, you know, the benefits from that. Yeah, uh, the biggest struggle during the missions was balance. So I like all of us had to balance like obligations with our job, uh, the mission itself, rest, being uh, social with the team. Uh, So for me personally, it was a lot to handle because a lot of those things were like a first for me. Uh, For instance, like the job, the mission, like a lot of Mm -hmm. these things I never had experience with before. So, yeah, Matt, how about how about you? What were some struggles before and during for you? So um, struggles before the missions, I think, first one being you can also say support raising was pretty hard just because I was so oblivious to it. Thank God that, um, you know, through me putting my faith in God and just allowing the process to happen, I was able to get the finance to go on the trip. Um, but I think a bigger struggle I experienced was uncertainty. This being my first mission I ever done in my life. It's just like, what's going to happen? Like, what to expect? A lot of like questions I didn't know how, uh, how to answer just because never been on a missions trip. So it was kind of, um, my mind was going all over the place. And I don't know, I don't know if you guys have this feeling too, but when you like go on a trip or like do something, you kind of like, the, the night before, you just kind of question, like, should I really do this? Is this something I really should be doing? Uh, just because this was our summer, too. So it's always nice to, like, have three months to yourself, well, with a summer job. But I think it was just, like, something I've never done before. So there goes eight weeks of my life right there. But I guess during the missions trip, I think that was the first time I've ever experienced uh, discrimination. As, like, someone who grew up in California and in a diverse community, we don't have that, especially with the Asian community being so uh, vast in this area that I grew up in. So it just, it was just really weird just to go out and have like people on the streets say these derogatory terms about me for my skin, for my eyes, so forth. Uh, but I think another struggle that I've experienced, I was experiencing during the missions, was just like being uh, like struggling in like a bigger community of uh, Christians, since I grew up in a relatively smaller setting, going from a community of five people to like. 36 and maybe more that was scary when you're in a smaller setting it's so you know it's easy to be to to, uh, sorry to befriend everyone just because you know you're in a smaller setting you're more intentional so forth but when you're in a bigger setting it's like you want to be intentional with everyone but you have to come to a realization that you can't you know have the same friendships over 30 plus people in the same group setting so yeah i think those are like some of my biggest struggles uh on this missions trip yeah um for me uh biggest struggles before the missions um like you like you guys mentioned like support raising is definitely one of the bigger ones but i think also um similar to matt kind of like the uncertainty i think personally for me back that time wasn't like a very good time for me um there's a lot of issues um school personal relationships and stuff like that and none of that was um, figured out at that time like before the missions trip and even during and so for me to just put all of that aside and to drop everything and go to missions um felt to me like i was just delaying the inevitable i'm running away from my problems and that kind of anxiety just took with me i think until like the second week of missions thankfully um by the grace of god a lot of the stuff got handled and i was a lot 
I was allowed to relieve my anxiety. And that was always, like, that was very relieving to have. Um, but yeah, that uncertainty kind of like ate away at me, I think mentally. I think during the missions, one of the hardest things was balancing out time for myself with time with other people. Like I'm hella introverted. So when I went to a mission trip with 30 something other people, yeah. um, and just like, constantly hanging out with everyone, um, that was like draining for me. Um, and then also we had to work long hours. So we're constantly with people, like 24-7 almost. Um, and so talk, squeezing time for myself in there, always difficult. Um, sometimes I didn't even have time for myself. And so uh, there would be days where I'd just be drained. Um, mm-hmm. Saturdays when we had free time, I'd just try to utilize it as much as I could for myself. But I mean, you know, it's like there's people who always want to hang out. Um, I think we always wanted to get like sandwiches or something, right? Yeah, that was nice. But I mean, yeah, um, yeah there's a lot of days where I just be tired, drained. I also think that this missions trip that we went on challenged me in a lot of ways that I've never been challenged before, nor was I expecting to be challenged in those ways. Uh, I think a lot of the leadership positions that we all took, none of us were really expecting to be kind of handed that responsibility um, so suddenly. I think um, the people who were like, overseeing us prepared us to an extent, but I think in the end, it was kind of just like just thrown onto us. Personally, for me, I felt like I wasn't fully prepared for the responsibilities and I felt a little overwhelmed and lack of confidence in myself and my ability to lead. And yeah, I think that was one of the hardest things during the mission trip for me. Okay, I was going to say, Peter, like, do you think that you're ever like ready to to like lead like do you think the people in charge gave us obligations like knowing we weren't 100 percent ready to lead oh yeah for sure i think i don't think the goal of them being there was to have us fully prepared i think it was for us to really grow into those roles through experience um and through god's um guidance yeah. i really believe that that's what happened like i don't think any of us were really prepared i'm um, looking back I mean, we all had a lot of issues. Um, a lot of things didn't go as planned, but in the end, I think, you know, God is good and he provides. So, yeah, definitely, you know, all the annuals are prepared. Um, definitely, we do grow into those roles. Okay. I think it's a really interesting, like, question that Tim brought up with being prepared since, like, when uh, you think about, like, when people ask, oh, like, when are you going to go on a missions trip? And a lot of the response is, like, when I feel called to do it or when I feel ready. But, like... Mm-hmm. When are we ever ready to like take up a leadership role, right? Or w- mm-hmm. when are we ever fully ready to like do something that's out of our comfort zone? Yeah, it's definitely definitely exhausting to just like awesome get like this leadership role and like balance a full time job on top of like what we were doing. Look at us now, right? <laughs> yeah, working full time and having our own obligations. Interesting how like our challenges or our struggles during the missions trip really. Uh, developed us into like what we've become and so forth so uh let's move on to the next question it is going to be what is your biggest takeaway uh from the trip so yeah you can be as specific or general as you'd like who do we last end off with peter me yeah okay uh biggest takeaway yeah a biggest takeaway from this mission trip i think like i mentioned before we definitely aren't always prepared for the things that are thrown at us but um god does provide basically walk us do it. He's always there for us. Uh, living with other people is hard. Um, dealing with 38 other people um, on a daily basis is not easy. Um, but I think I also learned through that how to deal with people, how to uh, resolve conflicts, um, talk things out, not just always be super passive aggressive and you know do my thing. But I think really just being compassionate with others, knowing how to you know show the love that Jesus showed, and also to be able to accept grace from others. 
because me personally, I'm a very prideful person. And so to have to admit that I was wrong um, and to ask for forgiveness is one of the hardest things for me. But I think during that time, I really learned um, the importance of that and how to do it. Good points. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Matt? Um, let's see. Biggest takeaways. I think just like, as I said, being in a bigger community and just knowing what it's like to build community with people that I never, you know, just like from different parts of the country. I think that's like one of my biggest takeaways. And it's just like, um, I think the challenge of ministering to our coworkers and just like starting a conversation with them in general, I think definitely given me confidence as someone who's, uh, who uh, struggles with uh, social anxiety just to like see what I can do to break the ice, whether it's with people in my group or people I'm working with or people I'm talking to on the streets. Another big takeaway I have is just like the simplicity of life, really. It's just like not having a car, walking from point A to point B, enjoying time with each other, and just whether it's like sitting on the beach, reading the Bible, or just like spending time shooting hoops or just grabbing some air outside, grabbing some food on the street. It's just like a lot of things that we we don't really enjoy when we're back home since we have all these distractions. Yeah. Uh, so I think just like enjoying every moment of the trip that God really provide for us and just allowing us to really take the time to enjoy each other's presence, uh, develop the bonds and friendships that we we have today. Really just appreciating everything that's like God has given us throughout these eight weeks. Yeah, man. Miss those days. <laughs> yeah. Those times. <laughs> Dude, I miss those. That one time we made, what, kimchi fried rice with all the boys. Super fun. Pizza nice. every day. That was dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Tim? Yeah, so for me, my biggest takeaway, um, I mean, there were a lot of takeaways, like you guys said, like Peter said about the conflict resolution. That was definitely a big takeaway. Uh, a lot of the lessons we learned from uh, from the staff who was like teaching us. I didn't think about it before, but what Matt said it before about uh, just like appreciating different parts of like life that you don't get to see normally. Uh, those are some things I didn't really think about. I guess for me, the biggest takeaway like after this trip was that it was like really necessary for me to grow. Like looking back on it, like it was really necessary for me to grow in my walk with God. I don't think I would be like anywhere near the same kind of a person I am without that trip. Mm-hmm. And like, a lot of it had to do with like the tasks and situations we were put in. Uh, for instance, like men's times, a lot of times were demanding, challenging in different areas. But also along with that, I guess, just opening a perspective to meeting people from like different walks of life, um, different people from different states, mm-hmm. uh, people of like who just grew up completely different. And I think like, you know, forced not forced, but like putting everyone together in a really close quarters for a long time. And then like, you know, you, you see things that are obviously going to have to come out, right? From like conflict resolution to like, you know, being passive, like things are are going to escalate eventually. And just like learning how to deal with things. Uh, that was also another big takeaway for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, another big takeaway I want to bring up is just like mental health really uh, i remember at the trip i forgot who said it but being told that taking care of your like your mind is equally as important as like breaking a bone and just like caring for it if you don't take care of like a broken bone it's going to permanently damage you for in, in the future and for the rest of your life and i think with the same with like mental health so i think that was like another takeaway i really got from the trip and just seeing where i am now i think 
it's definitely helped. Right. Yeah. Um, the next question is, uh, how did God change you during this trip? And I think we all kind of talked about it, so we don't need to spend too much unless you guys want to spend more time about it. But for me, besides what I've already said about like becoming more emotionally mature, uh, I think the significance of prayer really impacted me from the trip. And that was probably one of the biggest things I took from the trip. Basically, just it's a lot easier to remember to pray every day when you wake up and walk outside and like 30 people around you are praying. And it's also easier when whenever you talk to someone about your struggles, like during this missions trip, everyone you talk to basically encourages you to pray and, you know, most likely will pray with you. And I think, you know, being in that kind of community uh, just made me reemphasize the focus of prayer uh, in in normal everyday life, uh, I think like growing up in like church or Sunday school, uh, when it's kind of routine, you kind of lose uh, the significance of it, right? Because you do it so often. Maybe you only pray during like meals or before you sleep or something. And then when you when you get thrown into a mission trip, it's it's a lot more different. It's a lot more real. I think. Yeah, that's my that's my thoughts on it. How about Matt? So yeah, God's definitely changed me during this trip definitely humbled actually by this trip i think a lot of times it's so easy to you know be fixated on my own struggles um hearing what other people have gone through and hearing the stories through those uh testimonies really have changed my life since and more people have it worse than i do with that mentality of being humbled i think just having a heart for the people around me and just uh learning how to love on others the same way God loved on us. I think that's what the missions trip definitely taught me and changed me Mm -hmm. since it's so easy to be fixated on ourselves. And I felt like this missions trip kind of taught me like, what are you going to do outside your comfort zone to really care for the people around you and to really um, make an impact on other people's lives? Not for, you know, your own sake, but for God. That definitely changed my mindset going back home and till today. It's just like, how can I love on people the same way God has loved on me? And that first came with realizing that Jesus died on the cross. Uh, even though he's never sinned for us, we always turn our backs away from him. And yet he's always doing, uh, caring for us, giving us life. And with this trip and just hearing, you know, all the struggles, whether it was you guys or other people on the trip were experiencing, being aware of that, figuring how like use God's love to really serve you guys and the people around us. Yeah, nice, nice. For me, I think one of the biggest things was to be more introspective. I wouldn't really reflect too much on a lot of the things that happened in my life, but I think during this mission trip, God really used the trip to uh, have, me, have me look internally more, um, focus on my personal relationship with Him. I didn't really think too much about how personal God was before. It just felt like Christianity was just this thing that I partook in. I didn't really think too much about how it personally affected me. But I think on the mission trip, um, God really revealed just how personal it could be, how well he knew me, how well he wanted me to know him. Um, So yeah, definitely to really be more focused internally, just to focus on my relationship with him. Um, I don't know if that's the correct way to say it, but... Um, also, I think kind of ties in with what I said just now, but um, I guess just how abundant God's love is. Like I mentioned, like God always seemed a little impersonal to me, just like this big floaty spiritual being that existed, created the universe, you know, died on the cross, but like and rose again. But then for me, like, what does that have to do with me? I think I don't. I don't think I truly understood or really uh, appreciated it until um, God really touched my heart on this mission trip 
showed me the love um, that he has for me um, and for his people. Um, and I think when you're on a missions trip and you, you're, you know, evangelizing and spreading the gospel, um, you kind of see um, that love that he has for people. Um, as you're trying to spread that love, I think you're kind of forced into seeing that. Um, it's kind of like a wake-up call. Um, and just seeing that as I evangelize, you know, day in, day out, pounded into my heart, you know. So I think it was an eye-opening experience for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for sharing, guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. I guess uh, one of the last things we'll we'll use to wrap up the podcast here is, um, what would you say to people who are considering going for the first time? Like, you know, if they just if they if they're like you know considering they're a good friend of yours and mm-hmm. they're having doubts, you know, what would you what would you say to people uh, who are considering it? Um, is it me who's supposed to go, or is it Peter? I forget. Uh, we're doing reverse snake, right? So yeah, oh, yeah. It's Peter, uh, okay. Yeah, I just went. Uh, I would tell them not to think too much about it. Think when you think too much about it, you have doubts, you have uh, little uncertainties in your mind. Um, but if you just don't think about it and just commit to it, then you know it's easy. Um, obviously, you shouldn't just like recklessly sign up for something that you don't know anything about. But um, I think if you prayerfully um, consider it and you know not overthink think that's always a good approach and not have too much expectations i think i think going into something without expectations is one of the key things for a very um good experience yeah that's a de- that's definitely a good point i agree i think i'm going next yeah. uh but i mean peter just touched on everything i re- i wanted to say with like not having expectations going into a missions trip since like that definitely helps a lot i think a lot of, a lot of people go into a missions trip with an expectation and if it doesn't meet the expectation, then it really affects our satisfaction levels. And I think uh, going to a trip, we shouldn't have expectations since, you know, we're there to glorify God and we're there to do His work. It shouldn't be about self-satisfaction. Um, it should be fully on God. I think prayer is a huge part of it too, since, you know, it is a huge huge step in, in your faith. And I think taking time to evaluate the uh, situation and evaluate whether this is God's calling is really important. That is all. Nice. The outro for this podcast actually got cut off. So uh, this is going to be your impromptu outro from me. Thanks for listening and we will see you next time. Peace.